Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Covering the Orioles the only way we know how as fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, Orioles are playing some decent baseball, but will it be good enough? Also, Orioles fans are going to need to learn some new names, and we'll talk about what some of those new names are. And today, boys and girls, there's a new edition of Burt Storytime. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearly sitting host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the zany Burt Rode. What up, 336ers? And we're joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Still undefeated in uh, Camden Yards 2017. Oh, that's right. I don't know if his mic is on or not, or if he even has a mic, but we're also joined by the world's worst intern. <laughs> I don't think the mic's hey, on. Intern, you got a switch on your mic. Turn it on when you talk. Yeah, well, yeah. it's well, complicated. The intern's there. There oh, he is. Hey, oh, hey, intern. All right, goodbye. So that was the intern. Uh, so I can't believe we've seen him two days in a row. He was at Night at the Yard it. last night. First time I've seen him in months. Hey. Yeah, yeah we okay, appreciate everyone on. coming out for Night at the Yards. It was a uh, a good crowd. A great a great baseball game. Great weather. Great weather. Yeah. The, the the day was beautiful. A beautiful day for baseball. Fun fun group up in Section 336. Absolutely. And and most importantly, a great win. Oh, they won? Yeah. You won it no, Bert. I left early. Yeah. <laughs> so around the seventh inning. Seventh inning? No, it was the ninth. Oh, it was the ninth? I think. No, or eighth. eighth. It was eighth. 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 I went to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. He said gonna, you're going to go to the bathroom. Orioles were down by w- one. You said, you said something about Orioles going to get three up, three down or whatever. And then you, you said you're going to be right back. Yeah. Uh, and then he, you never come back. No. Yeah. I, I do that sometimes. And I, I sent out. We were looking. I, I hashtag missing Zany. <laughs> uh, we were looking for you, and there was no. Uh, no my uh, my phone was blowing up as I was walking out of the stadium <laughs> with tweets and text messages. I thought you were coming back. And and uh, who's that on Twitter at um, O's Sex Smith? Yeah, yeah. Was tweeting me over and over um, Burton Ernie gifts, <laughs> <laughs> which I appreciated. They're great. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I guess I regret not coming back 
to my seat because I did. I'll be honest. I assume they're going to lose. They weren't playing a very yeah. good game. Sure. And we know, and we normally don't break down and analyze game by game, play by play. But just a couple words on that game. Um, the play of the game was the Adam Jones tagging up from first base and going to second. Yeah. That yeah. was a savvy veteran, just smart baseball play that not every player is going to make. That's a, that's a smart play. Absolutely. Because some players would think, okay, if he drops it, I can run home. Uh, I mean, if the guy drops it, he's not going to score from first base. Right. But if he's standing at second, he has a chance to score. But but Adam Jones is right, right? At that point, the ball is hit so high, either the most likely, the two most likely outcomes are the outfit the outfit is going to catch it or it's going to go over the fence or a home run. Right. So he goes back to first, tags it up, gets a second. Then um, uh, uh, he's able to score on the base hit. So it's just good, solid base running. Now I have a question because Josh brought up at the top of the show that he's now, what, 6-0, and 7-0? Oh, and oh? Yeah, it's 6 or 7. Uh, I was going to look it up on my phone. I just can't. My phone's For ball games right that he's attended, he's undefeated so far this year. And I was 5-0 and oh until I went to the game Saturday night, which yeah. was the Manny Machado starting lineup figure night. You guys weren't there, but I was there with your dad right. and two of my kids. And they and they lost. That was my first right. loss that I attended this season. But it, it didn't affect Josh and I's record. Right. Right. Well, here was my question though, because I left that game early too, and we lost. So I still count that as a loss. But there's also games that I leave early that they win. So I still count that as a win for me as well. Like, right. You know, I I'm six and one so far this season, and there's been at least two of those wins that I left early. Right. Now, so if you didn't count all the games you left early, you'd probably be what one and zero. I'll be one and one because I did. Oh yeah, no, I left that loss. I do. Do I get a tie when they leave early? What's the, uh, the no, third I, number? I think I as add? long as you attend, uh, as long as you're there, it counts. As long as your presence is in the building, now uh, it well, counts. What was the rule with Cal Ripken for? For what's an official? Is it six four, innings or something? Four and a half innings oh, or three and, and a half, half, something like that. Yeah, it becomes an official. Yeah, I agree with game. that. I'll take the Cal Ripken stance on my uh, home record. So right you're now. saying last week. When I worked late up in the city and I drove past the warehouse as the Orioles won the game, that doesn't count. Did you check get... in on your at the ballpark app? I did just to see if I could, and it let me. All right, well then I'll count it. <laughs> I'll allow it. So, so, so the ruling is the app. If the app gives you a win, you got to win. Sure, I'm all for it. So I'm six and one this season, and that night at the yard was going to be my last ball game uh, before I head down to Florida in two weeks. Um, but we're playing right down the road in D.C. tomorrow night. Yeah. 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 Taking my winning streak on the road. <laughs> well, I don't know if it should really count for Nationals because that's just like an automatic win for us every time we play the Nationals. Should be. So I don't know Certainly should count. be. Who's, I, who's even pitching for the Nationals tomorrow? Because uh, Strasburg is pitching tonight for them. Yeah, you guys better hope. And they're coming. Scherzer. They're in. Uh, they probably will. Aren't they, aren't they in like L.A. tonight? That's where they were playing. Are they playing I think they got there? a game in L.A. tonight. I'll find is out Bryce for you. Or, or they had an early is Bryce game. Is Harper going to be back for you guys? Or is he still suspended? Uh, I, I think he'll be back. All right. Yeah. Uh, while you guys look that up, uh, a new review on iTunes. I want to share this with you. A new it's review on a while. iTunes. It's been a while since we had a new yeah, review. Yeah, we encourage everyone, if you enjoy the podcast, to go to iTunes and write us a review. Asher five, versus five Ross tomorrow. Joe Ross. Oh, that's good. Ross sucks. Good. Well, he's better than ours, but... In terms of the Nationals, he's the one you want to face. Quick, uh, Dan Duquette calls the uh, Washington Nationals Alec Asher for Joe Ross. Who hangs up first? Well, okay. <laughs> he'll, he'll get out Alec Asher, and then the all heroes after Asher. Um, uh, the heading, the subject heading of the iTunes review is Goat Talk. Ooh. And, the, and it says, pretty good, 
<laughs> well, at least he's honest. <laughs> That's how pretty good. <laughs> Helps me get my O's fix. At its best, when they talk about the goat and when the intern gets to speak. <laughs> which, so, which isn't often. So, at its best, when the intern speaks. Josh is tutoring him right now yeah. on some technical and aspects. At its best with uh, goat talk. So, let's get into some goat talk, shall we? I saw a recent tweet uh, about... In from the Baltimore Sun, an article in the Baltimore Sun uh-huh. about goat yoga. Are you aware of this thing? Goga? <laughs> they should call it goga. I haven't seen that, but goat, goat yoga? No, it's goat a thing. Goat yoga. Yeah, yeah. So it's a thing where people go out to goat farms uh-huh. and do yoga. Like here's a snippet from the article in the Baltimore Sun about goats. And again, I'm talking about goats because the people demand we That's talk right. about goats more. And so this, uh, the article from the Baltimore Sun, uh, this is a couple of days ago. It reads. Saturday's yoga class had 14 members plus an instructor and a handful of pygmy goats. Before the class start, goat food was placed on the end of every goat, every yoga mat to encourage the furry friends to interact with the participants. <laughs> the pygmies, that's the goat, of course. Of course. The pygmies were shy at first, though eventually some grew braver. A few even grabbing a couple of minutes of sleep at the end of the yoga mat. Others were curious to come up to participants to check for food or sniff them before galloping off. Now, let me tell you something. That little snippet. If you try to do that around my goats, they would headbutt you <laughs> like there was, there's no one in business. Uh, obviously, those are little pygmy goats, little baby pygmy miniature goats. Right. If you try doing a billy goat, try doing yoga around a billy goat. It'll pee on you. It'll hump <laughs> you. And then it'll headbutt you. All right. And in between that, you can get your yoga in. Okay. So. I don't know. Doing yoga. So you're saying you're, you're not going to be opening up a, a, a yoga studio yeah, and, unless you want to get humped on. But then it, it becomes <laughs> some kind of different studio, not humped a yoga on. studio. Uh, so, so no, we're not doing any any yoga, uh, any goat yoga at my house. Uh, and uh, hey, goat yoga, get out of here. Now that reviewer has his fix of goat talk. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag goat talk. I'll take really, it. that. that. That was your prep for this show is is goat yoga. He got a he got a good uh, goat article. I got a good Uh-oh. goat article. I read an iTunes review, uh, and the, the the guy also said, I, "What's his name?" Uh, he he also liked when the intern talked, and I turned to the intern, but he was a little preoccupied. Um, this is Hoffbeast, is the guy who commented. Uh, hey intern, what, what what are your thoughts on goat yoga? Have you ever thought about doing goat yoga, intern? Uh, would you be interested in that? All right, and that's your intern chat and yo and uh, goat talk. I do like that. I do like that. McCutcheon just totally spiked into uh, Machado's hand as he slid over the base. Uh, The Red Sox fans would freak out, saying it was a bad slide because look look how high those spikes are, right up to the ankle. And then the third base coach points his hand three inches from the ball that's been knocked out and on the grass. Okay. And that's all he cares about. Look, see the finger yeah. pointing at the ball. Meanwhile, Machado is holding his wrist. Yeah, his hands broken. So, 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 let, so let's do this really fast. And and the worst thing ever in any podcast. And, and and by the way, if you're a baseball podcast and you take a break from your podcast and for five minutes talk about the game you're watching, I immediately turn you off. Like I will not listen to that podcast. <laughs> his hand is bleeding though because right, the spikes went right. Into it. But before we go there, um, I mean, before, uh, with 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 that said, with that ca- caveat, um. This is a, a good scenario where the next time McCutcheon goes up, you have to throw it. His, oh, you, you have, have to. to. Throw it you have to. You yeah. have to throw it. It's an unwritten right? rule, Matt. I don't know if unwritten you know about rule. unwritten rules. Um, I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not here, Bert, but next time McCutcheon goes up, he's getting it. Yeah. He's getting it. Yeah. He went 
uh, uh, spikes high in the Manny's hand. And this is, ooh, this is tough to watch uh, because. Weren't you just saying to people turn off the podcast yeah. if we're talking about what's going on I, in real time? Th- <laughs> this is not just though some ground out to J.J. Hardy. Right. No, it's, if, it's if Manny, Manny Machado, Machado. It's the guy with the worst batting average on yeah. our team outside of J.J. <laughs> hey, Hardy. Hey, this is a blessing in disguise. Right, right. Uh, bring up bring up a third baseman. We need someone who can hit the ball. Yeah, but Manny Machado just put his glove on. He's fine. So so we're we're good. I was talking to somebody, uh, one of the, our, the guys at Night the Yards. He said they should move Manny out of the third hole. I agree. I agree. Is well, it, he's hitting what two hundred four right now. I I take scope and I'd put scope up there. Give scope more at bats. It's a tough balance, right? Like, at what point do you say, like, you know, Manny's going to turn around, and you know, Manny Manny Machado, but is a better hitter than Jonathan Scope. Everyone agrees. Yeah. However, like, at what point do you say, well, right now, Jonathan Scope's hitting the ball better, so just right now we're going to switch the lineup up. But but does real? I don't know if you ever do that. Does putting him in the seven hole might give him what one less at bat for the night? But what it does is it doesn't put him in a situation where uh, you've got your top of the lineup getting on base, like uh, Seth Smith, Adam Jones, Bunt, and then Manny Machado. I'd much rather have Jonathan Scope up at that point. Yeah, but does it do any mental things, like mess with Manny's head, move him out there? It, it, can he be worse? <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he can. <laughs> I mean, he hit that home run into the uh, upper deck the other night. Yeah, he that crushed one last night. It was just if he could not just play Boston enough. all the time, I think he'd be okay. Yeah, seriously, seems he, to be the case. He owns Boston. So we have some new uh, names that we need to be familiar with. Um, apparently, there, there's a new infielder that uh, you guys were explaining. Ruben Stutter. Uh, Tejada. <laughs> the winner of American Idol 2. I know. I know. It's Tejada. <laughs> Ruben Tejada. He barely beat out Clay Aiken. I, <laughs> no I, relation I, to Miguel. I totally missed that reference. Ruben Stutter. He's, yeah. he's a big guy that, that one. I, I knew Burt would get it. I that was Clay Aiken. Didn't Clay Aiken run for mayor or something? Yeah, uh, or something like senator from North Carolina or something like that. Yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, but you know, Ruben Tejada uh, uh, to replace Paul Janish, who replaced Danish, Janish, Janish, Danish, who who replaced uh, Ryan Flattery. So so now we got um, Ruben Tejada, who um, <laughs> JJ Hardy has. I, I want to say this delicately. Two oh nine, right? Um, JJ Hardy has struggled. Yes, he has. J.J. Hardy has been here for, for with the Orioles for a long time. He's a staple at shortstop. We all love him. He's solid defensively. Um, at some point, do you ever have to say, hey, J.J. Hardy, take a night or two or maybe three nights off in the course of a week and play and play Tejada there? I I mean, I think I think with J.J. Hardy, the at some point, he can't go on like this all season, right? And you not do anything about it? Everyone's just kind of ignoring that J.J. Hardy is terrible. Right. Um, we knew he wasn't going to be great. So it's not like the expectations were already low, but he's been really bad. Yes. Is this a situation where he's your shortstop, you just suck it up for the entire year, or at some point do you say, we got to get better here? I think he's uh, low on the priorities for what's wrong with this team you right now. You think so? Yeah. Because they, you know, they know what they're going to get with him. And they still trot him out there all the time. He's going to bat less than 250 and, uh, you know, play above average shortstop. Um, there's much bigger problems on this team than J.J. Hardy. I feel like if everybody else was on point, if Kevin Galsman was pitching good, if Manny Machado was hitting 275, then we could say, all right, well, what's wrong with uh, J.J. Hardy? We need to fix this shortstop situation. Right now, I mean, he's, 
he is he's doing exactly what we expect him to do. So let's worry about the guys who are not doing what we expect them to do. Okay, I think no? that's fair. No, I think I mean yeah, I get that. Two oh five, and again, yes, it's at two oh five. When what frustrates me is when Bucks still counseling him late in the game. What, we when we've got a bench spot. Last that, week we saw ninth inning. J.J. Hardy was pinch hit for something we thought we'd never see. Yeah, 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 I could get behind that. But but it should have been done yesterday, and it wasn't. When there's a better bat on the bench, and he's coming up to hit in a key situation late in the game, yes, you should pinch hit for him because I mean, I like then what's the point of having a backup shortstop? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like there's some pitchers out there who could hit better than 205. Yeah. I mean, Manny Machado barely hits better than 205, but. But at least he's, he's got the, what, the 13 home runs already this year? True. Um, he's mean, hit some monster dongs. Yeah, I mean, Hardy has three home runs. Good for <laughs> I that. think two of them were in the same game. Jeanette yesterday had four home runs in one game. <laughs> yeah, let's trade for him. He's amazing. Who hangs up first? <laughs> <laughs> That's my new favorite game, by the way. <laughs> Who hangs if up you, first? If you haven't been able to tell. Uh, and the other new guy is Edwin Jackson. Yeah. Pitcher. Yeah. Formerly a starter, but based on how they used him in Norfolk, Using him from from the bullpen guy, uh, what do we expect? What are our expectations here from Edwin Jackson? His his uh, it's one of those deals where his kind of time ran up, um, at Norfolk, and the Orioles had to make a decision either to let him go to free agency, right, again, or bring or, him up, or call him up, and they chose to call him up because they didn't want to lose him. Um, so it shows that, you, that they value him, but it also shows that maybe they really didn't want to bring him up at this point, but his time was up, so they kind of had to because they were put in that position. Uh, but what are what are our expectations uh, for Edwin Jackson? Uh, I mean, he's a decent pitcher, right? He's an okay guy to have in the in the pen. He's I a mean. veteran. He's been around. He started right. for hey, a he's bunch a guy of that yeah, over under hurt. ten teams that he's pitched for. Oh, I would say about that. Yeah, I'd say over. Uh, the Orioles are his eleventh team. Yeah, yeah. See, now you you set ten as a weird thing because he hasn't technically pitched for the Orioles yet. Yeah, it's true. So, so 10 is the limit. He probably will um, tonight when Wade Miley's booted out of this right, game in the third inning. Should I be surprised that the Orioles decided to really, uh, to DFA or uh, send back to Norfolk Danny Hart rather than dealing with Ubaldo Jimenez? Yeah. Does that mean Ubaldo Jimenez is on this team for the rest of the year? Whether you like it or not, we're stuck right, with whether, it. Whether you're going to bring him in in the bullpen and he's going to blow games. Yeah, it's hard to imagine – how Obato how he's going to help can be well. It's hard to imagine how he can be worse <laughs> and get cut. Right? How bad does he because, have to get? Yeah, yeah. Because you would think, based on what he's done already this year, you would think, okay, he, it's, he's cut. But right. the fact that he hasn't been cut yet shows you that they don't want. They really don't want to cut him. Right. Yeah. Which means so they think he's going to help the team this year somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we've seen him get hot, so maybe they're hoping like he just gets on one of those streaks and can. Yeah, I don't know. I don't again, know again, it's just like it's another thing where he's. I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember any point where we had high expectations for him. He's living up to his expectations. The fact that he's in the bullpen does not surprise anyone. I don't think. No one was expecting him to pitch in 2017 the way he did in uh, September of last year. It was one good month out of a three three years into his contract. Yeah. So what then becomes? So the question then becomes: What is about him and his role? Because I thought we knew his role. I thought his role was if the game is uh, more than a five-run difference. Mop-up, man. Mop-up duty. Whether we're winning by five or losing by five, then you might bring him in for an inning just to see how he does. If he does well, another inning right. a really short leash. But then uh, they bring him in uh, last week, eighth inning, one-run game, in walks Ubaldo Jimenez. Yeah, that didn't make like, any what? sense. 
So yeah, gave up a couple more runs. Yeah, that. So what is Eduardo Jimenez's role? Clearly, they're not paying twelve million dollars for mop up duty. So, is it a thing where they're gonna keep on putting him in important situations and just hoping he figures it out? It's just, it's weird, right? I think his role is to be like the charity man. He goes, he still goes to all the schools and shakes everybody's hands and smiles for the pictures. Do you hear a thunderstorm coming through here? Hey, intern, can you turn your mic off? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, something. The mics were picking up something. Yeah. A couple comments from the chat room. Oh, boy. Uh, it is off. Of course, there's questions about how come you left early last night. Yeah. I think I we, were, we were all wondering that. The yeah. Orioles stink, and I didn't think they were going to win. <laughs> We've heard that before. Uh, what's that? Uh, your reverse jinx? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can you can all thank me for that win last night because I had I had no faith that they were going to win. And then when that happens, they usually win. Uh, I was so excited for extra innings last night. It was great. Uh, Chris Lane, his comment was, Bert's looking sharp tonight. Oh, thank you, Chris. I uh, I came straight from work. That is a good looking yeah, guy. Meet, meet with some clients before the show. I did. I'm all business, baby. Uh, and Jacob comments, the biggest problem is Machado's batting average exclamation mark. That is, I, I mean, it's hard to disagree with that. I am more worried about the offense and the type of slumps this offense goes into than what I am about the state of the pitching. Yeah. In, the, in the words of Glenn Clark's producer, Kyle, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which reminds us, congratulations, yeah. Glenn Clark had the birth of his second son yesterday. I did not know that. Okay, congrats, oh, yeah, Glenn yeah. Clark. Two boys, I know, two Clark boys. I know a little bit about uh, giving birth. No, not giving birth, but recently. <laughs> Witnessing birth. birth. Right. Witnessing birth. Having, yeah, <laughs> uh, whatever, yeah. Um, Coaching. Coaching. Che cheering it on. Yeah. Well. <laughs> not next, passing out. Next time I'm going to cheer in from the next room over. <laughs> right. Right. Sorry, I'm. But yeah, next room over. Se second boy for Coach G. What the, do we have a name? Yeah, I'm sure he has a name. Okay, <laughs> good. That's just, uh, I just want to make sure that he had baby one. Baby boy number two. Just want to make sure he had one. That's all. Baby That's boy. All. That's a good name. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, on the one hand, yes, you're concerned about. I guess the difference between Manny Machado and JJ Hardy is Manny Machado. This is what's called a slump in baseball. Yes. Yes, and it's, it's it's a longer slump than per normal, mm -hmm. but it's still a, a slump. Season long slump. At JJ Hardy's problem is the problem is he hasn't gotten long. outside of the couple games against the Red Sox. We've seen nothing from him at the plate. Yeah, not since the WBC. Sure, but that what didn't help us. That was spring training. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was really good in spring training. Um, so it's extended. Slump. Whereas JJ Hardy, we're looking at the end of this man's career. Yes, this yes. is not a slump. This is the end of his twilight. Career, yes. I think, right? Yeah. Uh, Looks like it. It's not like he's going to break out of it and, and, and go on a streak where they're sitting 300 for a couple months, where Manny Machado may. Do no. That. Yeah. So that's a little different there. But I, I agree, like, for this team to win and be successful, Manny Machado has to play well. But, again, I said this last week, and every, and everybody doesn't like to look at it and doesn't like to admit it, but if the playoffs started today, the Orioles would be in as a second wild card. Right, and, and – so every other team in baseball should be embarrassed by that fact, <laughs> <laughs> except that it also talks about the, the runway the Orioles got in April and the fact that they had those rough two weeks. The past week of baseball has been pretty good. They uh, they won the series against New York. Then they split with Boston and then they won the first game against the Pirates. Yeah. And a, so a, a very predictable split with Boston because the two games we lost were to David Price. And a Chris Sale, right? Two of the best left-handed pitchers. Oh yeah, we yeah. were never going to win those yeah. games. Yeah. So I mean, and for years, all we've asked for is for the Orioles to win series, and they did that this past week. Must split. 
with Boston, but yeah. Yeah, but overall they won, split, and worst case they split with Pittsburgh. Yeah, and it's two game series. Yeah, we do play at Pittsburgh for two games later this year. Right. The end of September. And might, so this, might have to drive up for that. Yeah, I, I that's a four cool hour, stadium. Four hour drive. Cool there's stadium. A lot of stay overnight. There's a lot of, at night the yards. There's a lot of Pittsburgh fans. There were. More, well, there's a lot of Pittsburgh fans just in Baltimore that cheer for the Steelers and the Penguins. Yeah, and because Pittsburgh's such a crappy town, you got to get out of there. Yeah. There's too many self-driving cars in Pittsburgh. People don't like that. It's dangerous. They're afraid the ro- robots will take over. Is that a thing? Now, yeah. In Pittsburgh? Yeah. That's what they're like, testing out. Are they really? Josh, do you know that? I thought they were testing them out in Arizona and in California. I have heard nothing about Pittsburgh being like the tech bubble of self-driving cars. Interns get on at Pittsburgh tech bubble of self-driving cars. <laughs> have, have that get at the end. That. Right, right. We'll, come back, to that. we'll come back to that story. That's as much of a tech bubble as Manassas. Oh, get out of here. Um, now, should we be concerned that the Orioles are now in the midst of a stretch of 20 straight games without an off day? Monday they had an off day until the All Star break, right? The All Star break is the next off day. Well, no, they have they have June twenty sixth. They have an Monday. off day, and yeah. then after that it's the All Star break. And then after that is the All Star break. Yes. So yes. we have one day off between now and the All Star break. Yeah, that's a little concerning. Yeah, I, I I would argue that the encouraging thing about that, and if you want to look at the schedule, the teams were playing. The teams were playing. Yeah, we we played a lot of tough. I mean, you look at mid, teams it's been recently. We've Minnesota. Been, Houston, we're talking about division-leading teams. Yankees, Houston, Boston. Houston's incredible. No one saw that coming. Well, the, people thought they'd be good. Not not this, not good. this good. Not Cubs good. Right. Cubs last year good. Um, but yeah, the fact that yeah, then until the All Star break, we play New York and Boston. Oh no, we just played New York and Boston. We go to we New, York New York for a series. The White Sox. Uh, we White swept Sox. them here in Baltimore. Right. Sox. That's four games in Chicago. That should be at least three wins. Yeah. St. Louis, not sucks. very good. Yeah, we should be able to win that series in Baltimore. Cleveland at home. They're playing a little bit better, but we but still got a home. better. They're like five. We, they're right. around five hundred. We got worst case. I'm going to say we split that. That's a four game series yeah. in Baltimore. Finally, it only takes until June 23rd. We go to Tampa. Ooh, I'll be in Florida then. Maybe I can go to Tampa. Yeah, can you give us a live report? It's our first. Tampa? It's our. Oh, no, we did play Tampa in Baltimore. But it's our first time going to Tampa this season. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. I guess we'll see a lot of them after the All-Star break. Uh, I think I might yeah. be going to Disney World. Then we go days. to Toronto, have Tampa at home, then oh, Tampa, then yeah. Milwaukee, Minnesota. Yeah. So, if anything, it's the schedule is in our favor. Yeah, well, well when da- da- Daniel Clark on Twitter, he, he tweeted out like – Are you really quoting Dan Clark? No, I'm quoting my tweet, my response to him. Okay. He, Surprised he you follow out, him. What, yeah, we follow each other. We're, we're good. He tweeted out, when uh, when are the Orioles ever going to break out of the slump? He said this was like three weeks ago when things were real low. Yeah. And I tweeted out, when Pittsburgh comes to town. Because I looked at the schedule, and I saw, okay, when Pittsburgh comes to town, yeah, things are starting to get a little after. bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is a big series this weekend against new, new, the, the New York Yankees. New yeah. York Yankees. Yeah. But With like, Aaron, Aaron Judge, he just keeps doing things right. I know. I would just throw the baseball at him every time. Just at his try, try to hurt that. Try to break that wrist? Well, I didn't say break the wrist, but definitely beam him every time. You don't like him? Like, he, he seems likable despite being a Yankee. Yeah, but that's what sucks is that he seems likable. Yeah. And we don't – He's kind of good. a cool guy, right? Like, six foot eight. They, they, they say his bad practice is, like, awesome to watch. Yeah. He just Because that's ball. what people like to do is watch batting practice. The, and every time he's, like, high-fiving a teammate or something, it looks awesome with him being this giant. And then they always catch <laughs> it with a short teammate, and it looks just hilarious. Do you see the picture where they swapped heads between him and one of their, his short teammates? No. But, I mean, that's the thing is, is yeah, you want to 
you want to like Aaron Judge, except that he's a Yankee. Yeah, and yeah. all I want is for I, him to I mean, he's hit one of the these, DL. He's one of these rare athletes that make you aware of how unathletic and far from being a major league baseball player you are. Like, here's a guy who could have been but, an NFL – I'm sure he could have been an NFL star, could have been a basketball star, chose to be a baseball star. But he's just – I mean, he's just gifted. Except <laughs> body type and Aaron stuff. Judge – Aaron Judge was on the New York Yankees last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. He wasn't as good last year. Yeah, and he wa- he wasn't like a super highly touted prospect. No. He wasn't a – yeah, he just worked really hard and got better. And, and he's, somehow – He's big and strong. He's always been big and strong. And whatever he did, it's this entire season. Yeah. It's not like it's a – it's not like a, it's a hot streak. It's like the uh, – it's like the aliens from uh, that, that basketball movie, Space Jam, came and stole Manny Machado's <laughs> talent and <laughs> stuck it all in Aaron Judge. Yeah. Or a big, doofy – guy is, is there any type of way for someone who's just an average baseball player to start hitting a ton of home runs and just become a ginormous you know, they, baseball player like is there some way for that to possibly happen i kind of remember like i don't know it reminds me a lot of like guys like mark mcguire and rafael palmero oh, yeah that happened to them, Bra- brady I, anderson had a year like that yeah. so maybe it just <laughs> it's, it might just be something that happens in baseball no but that was a steroid error no one's on steroids now there, there's no such thing as steroids. They juiced the ball. Yeah, there was no juicing. That's <laughs> juicing the players. It was all the ball in May than ever because of the juice ball. Juice sure. ball. Sure. Yep. Sure. Uh, we got to get to this whole preamble has just been us wasting time. To filler. Get to, filler to get to the real, the real thing, the real reason we're all here, boys and girls, for the uh, the long-awaited Bert story time. Oh. That's not the button. I don't know if I have a Burt story time. I button. will not tell the story until I hear my theme song. It's Thank been you very such much. a long time. That button says story time. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sorry. My story time button does not work. Here we go. Maybe. I think it's been long enough that we've got listeners that don't know what Burt story time <laughs> is. It used to be that uh, you guys would want to stay on topic, and I was constantly going off onto a tangent telling this old story from my childhood, and it annoyed you to the point where we had to just designate its own segment where, like, all right, here, you got five minutes, tell your stupid story so we can get back to the nerd talk. (laughs) That's right. Exactly right. (laughs) And it it forced you to actually do a little show prep. And who knew it became the 336ers' favorite segment of all time? I'm saying that because it's true. Debatable. I think <laughs> no, no, their no. favorite was um, rapid fire. Pew 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 pew. pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, I like that one too. <laughs> Where's the JJ Hardy button? Okay, so the story uh, goes back to this past Saturday night when uh, it was our game uh, at Camden Yards. We were playing the Boston Red Sox. You guys, neither Matt nor Josh, could make it. Yep, I was at a wedding. I, oh, it's Saturday's baseball game. Okay. Saturday's game. Yeah, but I went. I was with the baby. Yeah, I went. With your father, I met up with your father and his friend, Calvin, and I also brought two of my kids. It was Manny Machado starting lineup action figure night, and so all fans got one. We didn't have to get in there two hours early just to get one. Everybody got one. I came in with three Manny Machado starting lineup figures. They're kind of cool. They're very reminiscent of the figures I remember collecting as a child. Um, but what happened, I'm sitting in section 334, row right. three, where we always sit. And uh, which is not three through six, but whatever. Right. Continue. Directly in front of me, about eight seats to my right, there are two girls in uh, 
Boston Red Sox caps. Oh, no. Red Sox fans. Oh, no. Young girls, maybe. In, you know, our, in our stadium? Right, a Red Sox fan in our at Camden Yards. I know. Can you <laughs> believe it? Haven't seen that before. In our stadium? And female ones at that. Uh, they were probably in their late 20s-ish. Sounds about and, right. And um, the one girl's wearing a white polo shirt, a Ralph Lauren polo shirt. You're really checking these girls out. The reason I know this goes with the story, because the guy sitting next to Albie, my son, to my right, was returning to his seat with one of those trays full of French fries like Josh oh, usually has. Oh, no. Full of ketchup. Oh, no. I see where this is going. And like, uh, like as it. he's trying to squeeze down the aisle, the ketchup drips off the tray onto the girl's shoulder in the white Ralph Lauren polo oh, shirt. No. Oh, no. You got to act like nothing happened, right? And Did she breaks it? into a panic. Like, she knows, she feels it. She turns around. She sees it. She stands up, like, in uh, anxiety attack mode. <laughs> wide-eyed, like tears in her eyes going, white polo, white polo, white polo, white polo, white polo. The kids love their white polos. Like over and over again, like freaking out. And this guy, I couldn't tell if he was drunk or just slow moving or real nonchalant about it. He goes, uh, don't worry about it. It's nothing. And he takes a napkin and smears it down the back of her shirt, <laughs> making the state like three times bigger than initially oh, no. was. Oh, and she a... just in full. She's not saying anything except three words. White polo. Or two words. White <laughs> polo. Two words. White polo. White polo. Uh, and to make things worse, in the act of smearing the ketchup down the back of her white polo, he spilled his entire Coca-Cola down the back of her friend sitting right next to her. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty entertaining. and uh it was one of those situations where like i saw i saw the whole thing happen but like i didn't want to be staring because this girl is obviously like she's in panic yeah. she's, and i w i didn't want to smile like i was getting any enjoyment out of it even so though i really was yeah. so i was like kind of doing one of these like looking but then like i i was almost i it was embarrassing to watch like i was like yeah, it was so painful awkward. just so awkward i'm yeah. like looking out of the side of my eye like this and um, he sits down, and she's still freaking out. The usher's coming up. He's like, is everything? Our friend Ryan, the usher in Section 336, he comes, everything okay, man? She's just going, white polo, white polo. <laughs> and he reaches his pocket and pulls out some cash, I guess, to presumably pay for a new shirt for her. And Who, uh, who is this? He's pulling out the cash. The guy, the, the culprit, the ketchup. Oh, okay. The All right. I thought you were saying oh, the usher. Oh, that's a very nice gesture. I wouldn't even think about that. It's a nice yes. gesture. But based on the bills and the size of the wad that he handed to her and her reaction – it probably was not enough to cover the cost of a brand new white Ralph Lauren polo shirt. What, what, what is a brand new white? But hold on, the whole Ralph point Lauren isn't the whole point of buying a white shirt. Look it up, intern. Isn't the whole point of buying a white shirt that, since it's all white, you just throw it in with some bleach? You would think like, so, but just, then maybe it would bleach the uh, the iconic yeah, polo. You, no, you just can't bleach embroidery that. on there. Oh, I guess maybe. So anyway, know. he hands her this cash, and she yeah. looks down at it. She looks back up, and she's like, dollars, yeah." She's like, "Thanks." Like it was, I don't think it was enough I by her know. reaction. And no matter what, it's awkward if someone's handing you money. Yes, I, I don't, I, I just kept thinking, thank God that wasn't me, because I don't know what I would do. Yeah. If it, I, for, in both both in situations, I think you, I think the only way to I think get it's worse for the person who spilled the ketchup. For yes, me, I'd rather have ketchup spilled on me than spill ketchup on someone. Yes, else. but what I if think you there's, had there's two ways you can handle it. The first way. Is you say, let me go get some napkins, and you never come back. Yes, that's what I would do. I would, that's, that's a good idea. That's Josh. the way I would go. Yeah. The other way you <laughs> yeah, could go. You know what Josh would not do? 
he would not apologize. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't apologize. <laughs> it's, not, it's not in his what nature. You, what are you talking about? Yes, Josh, not, I'm just saying you wouldn't apologize. All right, go ahead. Well, the other, He's very stubborn. The other route very you go. Stubborn. The other the other route you go is you just say go Orioles and you dump your entire soda on her on her Boston uh, so hat. You gotta get, just go all <laughs> in. Just go all in. Yeah. Yeah. You can either back out or go all in. And then the fans will either get on your side or turn on you. It could go either way. Like I I could see I wouldn't wear a Ralph Lauren. I would n- never wear a polo shirt. A name brand one, just because that, that's not in my nature. Okay, but you're also not a 21 year old girl Boston fan. But if I was wearing like a hundred twenty dollar Oriole jersey, yes, white white Oriole jersey, yes. and ketchup got smeared down the back, you You'd can't bleach that. You would be mad. I would be very upset. You yeah. just use one of those magic. And some guy or... tried to give me like thirty dollars to buy yeah. a new one. I'd be like, thanks, guy. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun fact: Ralph Lauren, born in the Bronx, age seventy seven years old. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Your story time button doesn't work well. All right. Well, that was it. We we don't have. Oh, there it is. It's been like two years since I used it. Little known fact: Ralph Lauren's real name is Ralph Lifshitz. Okay. You can tell. You can tell why he goes by Ralph Lauren. I, I just don't like your comment, how you kind of insinuate that because she's wearing a nice Ralph Lauren white polo, she kind of deserves what she got. That was How did you ins- get that I, insinuation? That you, that, right. You're insinuating that. I didn't say she place. deserved it. She, yeah. she wasn't a rowdy she Red Sox fan. She, she wasn't been wearing her white uh-huh. Ralph Lauren. She wasn't a loud mouth or anything. We're just going to wait like a year from now, see her at the game again and dump ketchup on her. <laughs> I felt bad. I felt bad for both of them. But the guy was just so nonchalant about it. I... I, I I laughed out loud. Guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh yeah, he had to be like mid to late 40s. That's a tough position he's in though, right? Yeah. Really? There's there's no there's no win. I can't believe he smeared I can't it believe worse. He, I can't <laughs> believe Dude, he Don't stayed. worry about it. I'll get that. <laughs> I can't believe he stayed. The only way to handle it is to get out of yeah. there. You run. Oh my gosh. Especially if she's talking about her shirt for the next 10 minutes, you got to get out of there. Oh, I told I actually told the story to my cousin last night in the stadium at night at the yard and Old Jacob Rock got to eavesdrop, so he got a little spoiler on that story time. There you go, Jake. Oh, you got a spoiler? Because I was asking you, and you won't even tell me the story. Yeah. Well, I knew my cousin wasn't going to listen to Section 336, so I told her the story ahead of time. All right. But she will buy tickets to well, the yard. You know what? On yep. the one hand, though, I'm glad you try out stories before you come on the podcast, because I don't <laughs> want you just coming on the podcast with your – your harebrained stories. I'm officially retiring out. that story because I feel like I've told it a dozen times just since this past Saturday. <laughs> yes, well, it definitely got a trial run with about eight of my friends. All right. So I hope everyone liked it. Right. So the, uh, <laughs> the Ravens had some bad news this week, too. Some injuries and all. Should we be concerned about that oh, season and give up on that already? Talk? Okay. I'm yeah. trying, if trying anybody's going to have out. a worse season than the Orioles, it's the Ravens. Help me out. Yeah. Why? You're sitting there playing on your phone all quiet. No, He's I'm doing ba- research. I'm about to talk about Ryan Mountcastle, but sorry. Ryan Mountcastle. Like, yeah. that guy's going to contribute anywhere this year. I'm just saying. He's like, he's this is his rookie year, right? Did no. he play last year? No, yeah. He, he, he was drafted. He's been playing since 2015, okay? He, he came out. Where's, of, he, where's he playing? He, he's playing in Fredericks. All right, I, single A. Right, and I he's ne- killing it, right? I, yeah, I never single do this. A. I never even pay attention to Frederick guy, Frederick Keys guys. I don't pay attention to the Marva guy. You, if you get to Bowie like my man Tanner Scott, mm-hmm. I'll start to pay attention to you because you're just one phone call away. Right, right. Norfolk. The Orioles ten, like don't mind uh, skipping Norfolk. Yeah, I'm but every now and then, 
you hear about a guy who's just crushing it. So last year, this kid at Delmarva, he's he's 20 years old. Ryan Matkow's a shortstop. Last year at Delmarva, he had 20 doubles. Already this year in 57 games, he has he has. Uh, right, last year he had 28 doubles. Already this year he has 20 doubles. Nice. He, he already has 12 home runs, including three home runs in a single baseball game. He's just absolutely crushing. He's like Scooter it. So, Jeanette. So what is keeping him? 75 hits. 75 hits already. What's it's keeping him? In, what's games. keeping him in Frederick? Why haven't they moved him up to Bowie? Um, ageism. He's 20 years old. Mm. He's a baby. Yeah, and so you, like you don't know is this him being hot and will he come back to earth? Like, okay. He's 20. He's not. He's not caught being caught up to the majors anytime soon. But it's nice to know this is a guy that was drafted in the first round a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first round, in like the supplemental first round, DJ Stewart was their first pick. Ryan Mountcastle was their second pick, but still in the first round. Um, but not a guy that was on anyone's radar at the beginning of the year, really. Um, and so he's making a name for himself now here with his, his just absolute stud year at Frederick. Um, so just Ryan Mountcastle, just throwing his name out there, someone to pay attention to. He's not going to help the Orioles this year or next year. <laughs> but when does Manny Machado leave? After uh, next year. <laughs> yeah, after next year. <laughs> so you're saying that that, that whole – Give up hope after next season. There's a little bit in the wing. Yeah, we're gonna get Ryan Mountcastle and He's, forget all about Manny Machado. We don't have a lot of, especially. Um, I mean, the guys we're most excited about are kind of like bullpen arms. <laughs> like, well, Tanner Scott <laughs> is a is a bullpen well, guy, and he's who I'm most excited about. Yeah, I mean, so, there's well, DJ Stewart. Y- fine, Ryan no, Mountcastle. No one's really excited about, about DJ right. Stewart. Hunter Harvey. Hunter Harvey. Yeah, he, he's not pitching. I mean, if he can get healthy, yeah. Right. Uh, there was a lot of that, stuff about um, Cedric Mullins for a little while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was he a guy. A hot start. He's come back to earth a little right, bit. Right, he's a long. guy we thought might show up this year. Yeah, it still could, still could. He's got some speed. But Ryan Mount, but 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 all those guys, Cedric Mullins. No one's saying he's going to be an all star. They're saying he could be a nice addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ryan Mountcastle looks to be a stud at Frederick. Uh, so just a guy to keep your eye on. He's he's twenty. Got a, got a ways to develop, but Ryan Mountcastle, remember that name. He could be a guy that could um, help us. So go 2020 Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry, Josh. That's what I was doing. I wasn't just I was ignoring the show. So Ryan Mac- Mountcastle is number three in our top prospects. You are forgetting about our number one prospect, Hunter who Harvey. is not a pitcher. Chance Cisco. Chance Cisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. People so, are excited about Chance Cisco. Chance Cisco. Cody Sedlock, pitcher. Ryan Mountcastle. Trey Mancini is still listed on our prospect list. Sounds like an outdated prospect list. Anthony Santander on our prospect list. The Keegan, five guy. Yeah, Keegan Aiken, <laughs> pitcher. Where, 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 where is Santander right now? Uh, Peralta, pitcher. Clevenger, pitcher. Tanner Scott, pitcher. Oh, uh, Omar Reyes, third base. Omar Reyes, yeah. Hunter Harvey, pitcher. Yeah. Tavares, who I don't think we have anymore. Tavares? Right. Yeah. We Tavares, Tavares from Boston. Go. He got sent back. And to the other guy was Santander, the other Rule 5 guy, who I think he's still on the team, but I haven't heard. Yeah, he's still on the team somehow. Yeah. Or on the DL extended, or something. Yeah, yeah. He's, on, he's on DL, extended spring training for the rest Chris of his life. Chris Lee, pitcher. Gabriel Yanoa, pitcher. Austin Hayes, outfielder. Well, Alex Wells, pitcher. Matthias Dietz, pitcher. Cedric Mullins outfield, DJ Stewart outfield, Brian Gonzalez pitcher. Yeah, and I and mean 
Yeah, that's that's top twenty yeah. prospects, yeah. and it's what seventeen pitchers. Yeah, and most of those guys, especially the hitters, even the pitchers, are single A guys. Yeah, there's not a guy close to ready. Chan Cisco has been a little disappointed, honestly. He's batting around two fifty this year. At right, Buck. he's been disappointing a little bit, but again, it really doesn't matter because Castillo's been playing really well. Caleb Joseph, except playing except with Castillo's injuries. It was a chance for him to come up if he just played better. No, and he's just not ready. It still wasn't a chance because it still wasn't a chance. You see what I did there? Because I mean, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. There still wasn't a chance of being called up because that's one of those for for chance the catcher. Yeah, chance the catcher, <laughs> chance the catcher. That's one of those things where it's the uh, when you get that clock start on these young players, right? Because you don't want to call them up for ten days and send them back down. When chance Cisco, when chance the catcher gets called up, he he's going to be here to stay. So, all right. Uh, Ravens, Dennis Pitta. That's that's sad about Dennis Pitta. It's right? sad because it's bigger than football with him. Yeah, and, well, it's, and it's, it's sad that it's the second time this off season. Ravens tight ends make me depressed recently. Well, it's the second time this off season that we've had a a injury, a retire an early retirement because you just can't play football anymore because it'll, you'll you might die on the field. Yeah, with Pitta and with uh, Zach Orr. Has anybody ever died of a broken hip? Isn't that what the problem is? Yeah. I mean, you could never walk you could again. Ne- right? I mean, he could be stuck in. Crippled. Yeah, he could be crippled the rest of his life. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can die from a broken hip. If you break your hip and you lay there without anyone helping you, you're going <laughs> to die. I don't think you die from the broken hip, though. You've got other complications. Dys- yeah, yeah. Dysentery. You bleed out. Yeah. Punctured some kind of intestine. But, I, but it's a legitimate question. Um, who is going to catch a football for the Ravens? Yeah, and I, I'm really nervous how people are talking about Perryman as yeah, being some kind of stud now because he looked good in some OTAs. Yeah. Uh, no. No, no. 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 You no, cannot no, no. trust Perryman. Trust me, I've been an Orioles fan for a long time. Don't believe the hype. He's got to actually prove it on the field. Yeah. So until Perryman does on the field, I don't buy it. And outside of that, you, you lose Pitta, you lose Steve Smith. Where are the catches going to come from? I, I don't know. And the answer I would have got to think is not on the team yet, right? Like, right. Well, they there s- has to be another wide receiver out there, right? Um, maybe someone who was recently cut by the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know. Yeah, I got no faith in any wide receivers that are picking up off the scrap heap right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Macklin, yeah. Decker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mac- Macklin. Either one, both Baltimore. of them. It doesn't matter. There's still a downgrade from you're, what we had before. You're taking someone who, which another team didn't want. Exactly. <laughs> yes. With with good reason. Yeah. I don't think you're, you're going to be hard-pressed to find anybody who's hopeful for the Ravens season this year. It's not looking good. Really? Yeah. Are you real down the Ravens season this year? I've been down on the Ravens since last year. Yeah, they're not – They're who? who's who's their superstar? The defense got a the lot defense, better. The defense is the superstar. The defense – Of course, they just lost Tavon Young. But the defense as a unit would be their superstar. Yeah, they're going to have to be good because the offense ain't scoring any points. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is going to be a superstar for like his uh, every every season he's been on the team. He's the superstar of the team. We we've won the Super Bowl before without an offense. Time to do it again. Yeah, I don't know. Not looking good, but still a long way till football season. You never know. You never know. You never. You got to play the game. That's right. And we don't even, we don't even know what the Ravens team will look like right. together. Well, let's see what they have. So Speaking of injuries, our Ravens talk. How's Zach Britton? Is oh, he going to yeah. come back? I haven't even heard about him. I haven't him. heard about him in a long time. Well, I think the problem is he taught from 30 feet, but then when he got to 35 feet, there was a little bit of struggle. So then they're going to go to 40 feet later. I don't know. I, I don't, want, well, the, I don't there, even want the updates. Right. Has there been a setback? I, ha- I hate the updates. Tossed it from 30 feet. Now he's tossed from 40 feet. 
And then they talk about the mounds and, and, and going from full mounds and not. Just tell me when it's going to be expected back. And it's so, with Zach Britton, it's such a, a difficult situation, right? Because any type of soreness, you, you, you just don't know. So you got to sit him down for a while. And when you want to stop the soreness, you're talking about like a week setback. So it's just like, there's no, you can't say like he'll be back this date. Because it's all like throw and see how you feel. Throw and see how you feel. So this could be, if it goes well, it could be this. If it doesn't, it could go that. It, it's just, there's no way to know. But we're, we've been able to tread water without him. And it's going to be a huge boost when he comes back. But hopefully he comes back. Maybe right after this stretch of crappy teams. Yeah. Get, a, get a little boost from him, even if it takes to the All-Star break. Yeah. According well, to an article from six hours ago, he's still sev- likely several weeks away from returning from the disabled that's, list. That's yeah. fine. I mean, we really need him after All-Star break. Yeah, we need he, that push. If we're still – I mean, as long as we stay in the in the wild card contention, uh, right now we're the second spot in the wild card, right. then it's okay. Even if it's in August, we're okay. Even if it's in September, <laughs> we're okay. Sure. But, uh, yeah, the boost of when he comes back – and then the boost of when Manny starts hitting the ball yeah. will be a big boost and help this team out a lot. Yeah. It's almost like if he comes back at the end of July, I hate, I hate when people do it's this. It's a trade deadline. <laughs> Duk- like Duquette, Duquette got us again with the trade deadline. Yeah, the, the, here, here we get to our team an elite closer at the trade deadline. Yeah. Just a guy who happened to be hurt. <laughs> who, who, who was that, that that happened to last time that Duquette kept talking about? We don't need to make a trade because it's like we made a move. Yeah. Because we got someone back right know, around that, the time. You, you see all the time. Either a guy come back from injury or you call a guy up and you think, okay, there, right, we have to make right. a deal. We don't need to make a deal because yeah. we had it all in-house. It's like we made a deal. So don't say we didn't make a deal, but we didn't make a deal. Yeah. I was going off my uh, – I did on my laptop. Day, I was going off my phone and my phone just died. Uh, right before it died, I saw there was a comment in the, in the Facebook that said, I, that said Matt is correct. Though I have no idea of what that was referring <laughs> to. But at some point, I said something, and Chris agreed that Matt was correct. So I'll, I just wanted to read it. Whenever anyone says Matt's correct, I like to read it on the air. It was probably just a general statement. Yeah. yeah just encompassing just everything you've said. Life. It Matt was, is always correct. It was probably pre-show when you said I do a good job with today on the show. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was about saying Josh is hard-headed and refuses to apologize. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's probably right. You're probably spot on. Probably spot on. I just oh. didn't apologize in the middle of a game. That was it. I was playing the game. At least it didn't run away from the game like you would do. No, if you I went. I went <laughs> no, I went to first base. Yeah, and then second, and then third. Yeah. Well, Josh learned something about the unwritten rules of softball this past weekend. <laughs> we were very familiar with the unwritten rules of baseball, but there are some unwritten soft church league softball rules that Josh violated yeah. this past Sunday. I was giving birth to story last night that yeah. that in back to back years, last year I hit this lady who was <laughs> pitching uh, with a line drive up up the middle. And it, it took out her legs, and she had to be carried off the field. She still hasn't walked a day so, since. So she doesn't play anymore. She's, now she's retired. She's now on the bench and coaches. And like, she's now the scorekeeper. She keeper. runs the scorebook for the team. So the first time we had to play the team since that incident last year, and this time her son's girlfriend was pitching in the game. Oh, I didn't know that connection. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's straight connection. And I, I hit a hard grounder up the middle. Hit the pitcher again. Hit the hit the pitcher. Second straight year. And took her out of the game. Out the pitcher and, and knocked the pitcher out of the game. And you guys know slow pitch church league softball. Good hitters cannot hit the pitcher. Like this is a possible thing. Right. But somehow Josh manages to hit the pitcher. So <laughs> so people got pretty yeah. upset. You're supposed right. to avoid hitting doing it on right purpose. The middle, right? it, it got real. Yeah, you're supposed to avoid that. It got really ugly. That's one of the unwritten rules. Like I can aim. Yeah. Well. I don't think you should put little girls that close to the home to home plate. I, I think you shouldn't hit it right back at the pitcher. I can't control that. 
Just like you can't control popping out, out to the catcher. Oh. I, can, I can control if it goes to the left or right field. Anyone. No, you can't. No, you can't. Are you kidding me, Josh? You know how many times I've asked you to hit the ball to right field and you said, I don't know how to do that? Are you kidding me, Josh? You, you, all right, we're not having this discussion. <laughs> but it is. I don't believe for a second that you, a grown man, cannot control if you hit it to left or right. No, I can, I can, I can, I can control. I can control left or right. It doesn't mean yeah. you're always perfect. I guarantee I can't control hitting it up the middle. I in, in in seven years of playing. No, in in uh, fifteen years of playing softball, never once have I hit it up the middle in fifteen years. I doubt that. Every time I've hit Check it up the, the middle, book. it's because stat cast never once up the middle. I think you're up the middle, so straight up. All right, whatever. I don't know, but yeah, it was bad luck to to knock out one lady and then and then bad luck and then another lady a year later. We all conclude just a lot of bad luck. There's no way it's on purpose. Misunderstand. All right, we gotta we gotta get out of here. We got before this gets any uglier. I feel like the intern probably has a lot tonight. Yeah, or at least we gave him a lot. Yeah, let's see what he did with it. Let's kick it over to our world's worst intern. That was close. <laughs> it's still bad. Right, because JJ's at 209, so, so you, knew, so you know he's bad, higher. Bad is bad. 214, mm-hmm. 204. Yeah. And Clay Aiken ran. Oh, but, Just but like he lost American Idol. He did run for office. I <laughs> bet did, ran he came in second. Oh, he came in second again. <laughs> Poor guy. Let me guess who won. Ruben stuttered. <laughs> the story of his he's life. He's a congressman <laughs> from North Carolina. <laughs> Just a guy with the same name. <laughs> Different guy, same name. It's a little white guy this time. And pe- and Matt was right. People in Pittsburgh actually maybe that was the comment Matt is correct. I tell you what, I'm correct. I'm correct. I don't know. I think there's self-driving cars being tested everywhere. That doesn't make no, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh a tech is, bubble. Is the t- is a tech bubble hipster hub now? No. It is. It is. Uber also self Yeah, but it's not the hipster techno bubble hub Uber's like Pittsburgh test driving right self-driving cars in Arizona as well. So you're right as well, Josh. Did you purchase it? Oh yeah, I do see it. $30. All oh, right, so maybe it wasn't expensive. Not too bad. It's still more than I would pay for a polo shirt, but <laughs> with the logo? No, I did not. I would not fit. Thank you. I, I don't you. think that was a compliment. And what? You're not supposed to hit it up the middle. I, I not, I'm not trying to hit it up the middle. It's the whole point. And I, and I can't because – not that I can't. I just don't. I refuse to. <laughs> it's like George Washington. I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> That's right. I, I cannot hit it up the middle. middle. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, thank you for listening to another successful edition of Section 236. Nah. We, we don't know when we're, we're – no, we're coming on again on Sunday. Sunday. We'll, we'll be this Sunday? This Sunday. Our schedule's getting a little whack here at the end of at the beginning of summer, end of yeah. school, trips, my school. It just gets a little wacky here for a minute. Hang with us, baby. Hang with us. So next week we'll be going Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. sometime. If you want to know more details about when we'll be going on, follow us on Twitter at Section336Show. You can also follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. Like our Facebook page. Write us a review on iTunes. Yeah. If you want to hear more goat talk, just let me know. Grab, I would love to add more goat talk to to the show. Grab some t-shirts. Saw some people jumped on the Scope is Dope t-shirt after they had two dongs last night. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit that up. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hit hey, that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You can follow, you can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert. At Bert Brody. You can follow Josh. At Josh Taroka. And you can follow the intern, but I want to recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's.
White Polo. At WWNTern. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.